0: Fitzpatrick throws for the touchdown. Preston Williams into the end zone from three yards out. Pass is caught. Touchdown, Gesicki. And this is a determined Dolphin team coming in here to Jacksonville. What a start for this offense. And now you got third down, and Les Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to run the quarterback draw. And he does. For the touchdown!
2: You think they like playing with Fitzpatrick? Sounds you hear are uh, the Miami Dolphins feeling the Fitz magic. You know, sometimes it's like you see a game on Thursday Night Football and people, you know, aren't that excited about it. They're like, "Ooh, Jaguars, Dolphins. Eh, okay, whatever." And then that game—that's <laughs> actually what out-
1: they say, by the way.
2: To be an instant classic. Well, you know what? Though, this wasn't really that game. This was kind of what what people expected. It was it was a game. It was a game of football that was played. Dolphins win thirty-one uh, to thirteen. Uh, I'm Greg Rosenthal, joined on this Thursday night recap special um, by the the biggest Lakers fan in all of Los Angeles, Patrick Claybon.
1: <laughs> I am just a supporter of uh, Los Angeles Mayor Alex Caruso. <laughs> um the, the Lakers get the win tonight. Uh we're able to to, you know, watch some TNF. Um, you know, I devoted my entire attention to the Dolphins and Jags because I got a message from Greg Rosenthal that said, Hey Patrick, would you like to be on your first ever TNF recap show? Mm. And after several minutes of excited <laughs> swearing, I, I said yes. <laughs> I, I would love to. I ignored the Lakers. Uh and, and I just focused on this uh, fits magic. It, it a virtuoso, Greg, performance. Yeah. Uh, it, it was, uh, it was vintage fits. It was.
2: Fight. It wasn't a great game. We talked a little before, uh, you know, we, we texted and, you know, these recap shows are always better if they give you a, a, a classic, you know, and we didn't, we didn't get that. Uh, the, the Dolphins took command of this game right away. Um, but you did get like a memorable Fitzpatrick. Maybe we've heard, we've probably said it so many times, one more time in prime time. It's like, okay, one more <laughs> Fitzpatrick, but I don't know, he'll probably be doing this in five years with some other, um, rookie on the bench. But it, it just goes to show if you protect Fitzpatrick, and I think this is true of most, um, Average to above average starting quarterbacks. The difference between uh, like a good starting quarterback and like one that won't make it, that won't have a 20 year career like Fitzpatrick is if you protect him, he's going to deal. And he was dealing tonight. They had terrible pass protection the first two weeks. They were 29th. Um, and pressures allowed according to PFF in the first two weeks. And still I thought Fitzpatrick played pretty well. And tonight he played a Jaguars defense uh, that doesn't look good. In fact, Fitz used his legs. They were so key, uh, and they've been key for his entire career. And the Jags defense just – didn't have a, a lot to stop him. I was surprised. That first drive when the Miami offensive line just kind of mowed through Jacksonville, I immediately thought, oh, that, that's a bad sign. If Miami is mowing through you right up front, because we have not seen that out of the Dolphins the first two weeks, and it might be a long night for the Jaguars.
1: And also Devontae Parker was flashing uh, tonight. It was good to see him uh, healthy. But to, to your point, Greg, th- those first couple of drives, at one point um, the Dolphins had 16 plays to the Jags' four. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were, I think, three third down conversions uh, on the, on the second, uh, on the second drive. And it was, as you mentioned, Fitzmagic with his legs. At one point, I, I believe in the third quarter, Fitzmagic was out on the edge with a 24 year old Josh Allen, right? and he'd like tries to like stiff arm him and do a spin move cuz he was just <laughs> feeling himself. And it's like, "No, Ryan, it you know, those those days are, are long gone." Uh but but that was to the point where he was like taking heat checks with his legs. He only had two incompletions on the night. Uh you were, you liked what you saw out of out of a lot of these guys and and on the other side, uh ugh, it was it felt like it felt like Jay Gruden was Looking on for the answers to the test and just couldn't mm. find them, and then eventually just started writing A B C A B A C. A, B.
2: <laughs> he, um, I thought, called two really good games against you know the Colts, and uh, I got really excited about what I saw against the Titans last week. I watched all those. Games and and maybe this is a, a reminder, don't get too carried away, which I tend to do with the early season stories, cause really or at any time of the season, because they can change on a dime. And Gardner Minshew struggled in this game after after two really good games. He's a he's kind of like a rhythm quarterback. I think he's a streaky quarterback. I, I don't know if, if there's any way to measure that. I know you, I know you don't believe in momentum, Claybot. Neither do I. <laughs> but I do I do think he's a guy kind of like Fitz who gets hot and and starts feeling it. I mean, this is this is not um a controversial take and tonight he they never got into a rhythm as a whole offensive team. Con- Chris Conley had a terrible night. Dropped a pass early that killed an early drive. Uh, in the first quarter, they had some strange third down run calls, I thought, uh, throughout the game. And uh, Minshew missed some throws, made some bad decisions, and uh, seemed kind of scrambled. Steve Smith in the post game show, um, I-, I wanted to get this quote right, so I wrote it down, it said Minshew couldn't read zone if zone popped him upside the mustache and went inside his nose. Now um So
1: is Zone a virus in this instance? Know. Like <laughs> no, how is it getting sure. into So Zone obviously can can zone change coverage. You you know pass. he couldn't
2: he couldn't read zone coverage and so I guess um look I'm not gonna question Steve Smith. He's an expert on popping people upside their head. Um in and, and um maybe he's right. Brian Flores switched from uh, a defense that's usually primarily man to zone and I don't know. Maybe that was you, the key.
1: Well, you mentioned that Conley drop. And honestly, like that, that play, I believe it was on the first drive. That's the type of play where you look at Gardner Minshew and he's like, that, that's what he can do. There was pressure early. He eludes it. Uh, he throws a great ball. Uh, Conley drops it and you, you wonder perhaps if, if the game would go differently. At least they would have had a first down there. Uh, but consistently they just weren't able, uh, to make the plays. And then you get late and there's that horrible call where uh, Cam Robinson gets ejected because he yeah. violated the honor of an official or whatever. Get, get <laughs> Just stop that. Now, I think it was like t- three years ago when Marshawn Lynch disengaged from a ref and it was, Oh my God, the, the curls pledged across America uh, because an official was touched. Like if you don't want to get touched, don't get in there. But after, after Robinson's ejection, uh, Minshew just didn't have a chance. And this mm-hmm. vaunted, Dolphins pass rush. It's the the reemergence of Kyle Van Noy. Um, you know, I don't know if they have the personnel to do that week in and week out, but they, they did it tonight. So uh, hey, shout out to Brian Flores and uh, this defense because they they stuck it to the Jags tonight. I
2: mean, is this this has to, I want to call research I guess or email them, but is this the first time in NFL history two two um, guys with Van in their last name got a sack? Van Noy and Van Ginkle i mean you know when you're bringing the van ginkle on the blitz um that you're generating a pass rush and this this kind of was the uh the good brian flores that you hope to have because they really don't have players to win one-on-one up front but if you can be a little better on early downs like they were then you get into the third down situations and then flores starts getting so crazy and van noy starts making his money he had a pretty awesome night overall uh and uh, you're the Dolphins and you're, you're now going to go undefeated in primetime. Congratulations. <laughs> they do it. That's it. You're one and O for the year. The Dolphins can't be stopped. And they feel like two, one and two teams, I guess in, in the end, I, I'm happy for the, the handsome Hanks out there. These primetime games, uh, when you watch your team, like they, they mean a little extra, you get a little extra rest. Uh, Devontae Parker's, out there, but he's not quite 100%. Uh, you get Byron Jones back, um, you know, when, when you come back, you're playing a banged-up 49ers team next. Who knows?
1: It's early, Patrick Clayton. Well, the, the one thing I do know is Fitzmagic took some shots yeah. to the head, to the shoulder uh, tonight. We will see Tua at some point if Ryan Fitzpatrick insists on playing football. Like that. But like I mean, that's, that's who he is. I mean, you can't take that away from him. Uh,
2: but... It, he's just, he is not safe <laughs> with, his, he, with his body. he He's made it this far somehow, although, you know, he was on the bench. He's been on the bench for a lot of it. I mean, I covered his very first game um, covered in quotes from my, you know, from my like 300 square foot apartment in New York for Roto world, when he was a third string quarterback that came in for the Rams and he just started dealing and he was balls to the wall then too. I mean, he, he he was with Mike March. He's just going going crazy. I mean that I think that's what we want to see uh, out of Garner Minshew long term. But this tonight, not to you know keep changing topics, but it's a reminder that like, they have a it's pretty small margin for error. When Chris Conley dropping one pass, and like you know th- they won their first game being outgained by 200 yards, and when you're kind of this dink and dunk offense. And you're missing uh, missing DJ Chark, uh, which was a huge loss. I think he, I mean, he is like a top fifteen receiver in the league. That that killed him. At least uh, the American got to see what I was excited about with uh, James Robinson, and I like the looks of LaVisca Chennault moving forward. So they got some players. Yeah, they got some pieces,
1: especially you know in the world that I'm in uh, this year in in the oh, fantasy yeah. world where. Uh you, you can't just you can't just wipe away the the yards that Minshew got late either. Uh it was garbage time here in this season of garbage time. Uh but Robinson was legitimately what? impressive from not from just the standpoint of like here's a, a warm body that we can hand the football to, but he was making guys miss. Uh came close to getting that fourth and eleven uh late that Maybe could have changed the game a little bit, but he's, you know, showing some patience uh, in between the tackles, uh, a good receiver out of the backfield. He, he's nice. He's, he's, he's a making a guy. lot of
2: people miss. I mean, I mean, making a lot of people just bounce off him 129 yards from scrimmage. I, I, I always think it's a very hard thing to judge maybe coming out of college, but like running hard is a skill you know that at least in the NFL I know everyone wants to run hard but some I just feel like some players are able to run as hard as they possibly can on every single snap better than others and that's like a a key trait you never see that like at the combine as one of the measurables but he seems to absolutely have that well it's it's
1: a certain level of acuity of knowing what you're doing right and knowing your responsibility on the play and just those fractions of a second of indecisiveness uh, can make you appear to you know not be trying hard when when guys are going all out. Uh, and, and I think that uh, Robinson is a good football player. And you know when you when you come from a place where you don't get a lot of exposure, we're we're constantly shocked by that. Uh, but like college pro mm. evaluators, they they just don't hit all the time. They, they is just that don't. a little
2: projection it, from you coming from Troy? Um, you know, no, you're from I, a small school.
1: I, I just. you've
2: risen to the top of the industry. You're hosting what fantasy live tomorrow. That's what you were referring to. You're now the thrice weekly host of fantasy, uh, fantasy. The
1: top top of the industry is being alongside you, Greg. That's, Mm. that's the top of the industry. Um, no, it's, um, it's, maybe it's a little bit of projection. I don't know. I, I, I think that, name brand stuff and that's not just sports that's everything like we we assume that the Kleenex is going to be better than the Kirkland brand right we assume that guys that come out of Alabama and Auburn are, are going to be better than a guy that comes out mm. of Illinois state um but you know you, you get out there and you make the plays and that's what James Robinson did I, I I'm glad to see it and to a certain extent you know Gardner Minshew uh as well uh you know he's he's a name brand now but he wasn't um uh, you know, pre-mustache, <laughs> pre RVs and Bud Light. You know, this is this is just a dude trying to, to get some run somewhere. And and, and uh, all of the other stuff, the mustache conversation, and people are like, oh, this guy's a media creation. No, he, he legitimately can play. Uh, but as you said, there was just he was he was up against it tonight.
2: He was, and they're going to have to score a lot of points this year. I, I was glad to see uh, Noah Igbenogny, um play better after a rough rough game. It just shows that things change fast and in the NFL because CJ Henderson looked like the best rookie player at any position in the entire league. The Jaguars first round pick at cornerback in week one. And then he he was on the struggle bus tonight. So it, it flips depending on the week. I really only did that because I wanted to practice saying, uh, Mr. Uh, name out loud and it went fine. Yeah, so now that I did it once, two. now I feel you're like I river. can do it, uh, for the rest of my career. This was the first 10 point win by the way, by the Dolphins, um, since 2017 against the Broncos, which is outrageous. It's been a while. Can you try to guess a <laughs> starter in that game? No, I'm not even going to have you guess it. No, Bron- no uh,
1: the, the, the Jags and the Broncos in 2017 No, no, it
2: was uh, the first win by more than 10 points for the Dolphins in any Dolphins game in the- since um, deep into the Adam Gase era. They were playing the Broncos. It was uh, December of 2017.
1: Oh, I know who started a quarterback. That, that had to be our boy Matt Moore, right? No. Nope, nope. oh,
2: it was on. Trevor Simeon versus Jay Cutler. Speaking I mean, things, of
1: mistakes that we've made.
2: Things things <laughs> change fast. Things change fast. All right, uh, Patrick. I I appreciate you joining. Um I want you to enjoy uh this dolphins win, but also this Lakers win. Playoff Rondo is a real thing, and um the Lake show's looking looking pretty good right now.
1: First first game rondo back, I was uh yelling at my father to explain to me why Rajon Rondo was on the basketball court in 2020. And I was so wrong. And <laughs> yeah. so uh, Yeah. He's proven me wrong,
2: baby. Yeah. Ricky, Ricky, who's with us, Erica Tamposi, our producer, of course, uh, she remembers playoff Rondo back when oh, was, some with of the those, those three pointers right at the end. You, we needed them. I, I almost don't want the Celtics to advance um, to the finals. It's not um, looking good. <laughs> to get, right to get beat down by the Lakers, which is, I fear, what would happen. So maybe, uh, maybe it won't. But that—that's for next week. Um, next Thursday night will be uh, Jets Broncos. So get ready. Dan and Mark will have you on next Thursday night. But Claybon, thanks, thanks for joining and uh, check them out on Fantasy Live Friday and other days. Join us. See ya. All right, that's it. Sweet. For Patrick Claibon, Ricky Tamposi, I'm Greg Rosenthal. We will see you Sunday.
1: Restrictions apply.